Time for seafood news. Hello, seafood fans. You're listening to the Seafood News Podcast. I'm Seafood News Managing Editor, Amanda Buckle. And I'm Seafood Mega Reporter, Lauren Gastiglione. We just you can't told, set me up like we that. Just, okay, <laughs> I have the best radio voice of all time, so I'm going to work with it, Lauren. But we had just told our editor, Sean, that we wouldn't make any mistakes. And here Lauren goes laughing. Try this again, Lauren. Okay. <laughs> I'm... I'm- I'm serious, okay. And I'm seafood market reporter Lauren Gastiglione. <laughs> there we go. This week's episode is brought to you by Ernaberry's Executive Conference, taking place at the Bellagio in Las Vegas from April 20th to the 30th. The Executive Conference is a must-attend event for decision makers in the protein industry. Network, build camaraderie, and stimulate professional business thinking with peers in the seafood, poultry, egg, and red meat industry. Expand your knowledge with industry-related topics, sales, and marketing sessions. I cannot believe that the executive conference is next week. How did this happen? But uh, this month is flying by, so don't miss out on your chance to attend. Visit earnerberry.com slash exec for more information. Thanks, Amanda. And before I forget, happy Earth Day. Yes, thank you. Today is Earth Day. And what better way to celebrate than with the news that Red Lobster has partnered with the nonprofit group Ocean Conservancy. We are the world. We are I don't the know people. the lyrics. What? <laughs> Sorry. Make the world a better You gotta give me the lyrics ahead of time. For me. That's okay. beautiful, though. Thank you. Mm. <clears throat> um, but yes, this is great news. The partnership between Red Lobster and Ocean Conservancy will focus on two programs. The Global Ghost Gear Initiative. <laughs> and the Trash Is that your ghost <laughs> Alliance. Yes. That was a terrible <laughs> ghost noise. <laughs> Ooh, the global ghost scare. That was like an owl. An owl? No, yeah. that's ooh, ooh. Oh, that's a better ghost noise. Okay. Anyway, back to it. What the it, tell me about the Ghost Gear Initiative tell works on it. finding solutions uh, to the problem of lost and abandoned fishing gear. Meanwhile, the Trash Free Seas Alliance unites leaders to mitigate plastic waste from entering the oceans. Two great programs yeah. that we definitely need. Oh, totally. And uh, according to Kim Loftrup, the CEO of Red Lobster, their support of both projects is an important extension of their unwavering commitment to seafood with standards. Um, the CEO sent a press release that it's important that we continue to do the right thing for our oceans, for our business, and for our guests so there is seafood to enjoy for generations. Here, here. <laughs> um, she continued that they've been dedicated to seafood sustainability since opening their doors in 1968, and they plan to continue using their leadership position and resources uh, resources to continue to drive change. That's great. Yeah. Um, in other news, according to Brand Spark International, when it comes to frozen fish, Gordon's Seafood is the most trusted brand by consumers. Woo, woo, congrats. <laughs> So uh, BrandSpark announced the 2019 winners of their BrandSpark Most Trusted Awards, the BMTAs, late last week. Did you watch them on TV? I did. They were <laughs> uh, thrilling. <laughs> we're kidding. <laughs> I've never heard of this, but it's pretty cool because I, I mean, I personally, I like when I, I went through the whole list because I'm like, I'm curious about what people think. Right. And Gorton's is one of my one of my go-to frozen options. But uh, the Consumer Insight and Marketing Company surveyed more than 12,800 Americans across the nation to get their opinions and insights for 118 categories in which consumers are regularly faced with purchase decisions. I'm surprised they didn't come to us for our opinions. Yeah. Uh, maybe we're biased? No. No, I feel like no. we know a lot. Yeah. We're, not, we're not biased. You can't buy our love. Maybe you can try to. <laughs> no. Speaking of, what's our address? <laughs> 
But this is the second year in a row that Gordon's Seafood has claimed the title from Brand Spark. 2018 was the first year that Brand Spark introduced the frozen fish category into their survey. So we'll have to see if next year if they can they can sweep it three yeah. years in a row. So, but moving along, a project from the Australian Marine Conservation Society, the AMCS. Uh, meant to encourage chefs to serve only sustainable seafood, is receiving some backlash from the seafood industry. So AMCS created the Good Fish uh, Project to build a community of chefs, restaurateurs, fishers, and fishmongers who are championing sustainable seafood for us all. The project builds upon AMCS's consumer app, Australia's Sustainable Seafood Guide, to provide users with a list of over 40 restaurants who have pledged to serve only sustainably sourced seafood on their menus. While all this sounds great, Seafood Industry Australia is calling the new campaign bogus and scaremongering. Yeah, so Seafood Industry Australia CEO Jane Lovell said in a press release that they are disappointed to see the Australian Marine Conservation Society touting their seafood guide as fact once again. She said that sadly these chefs appear to have fallen for a good sell by AMCS rather than seeking out the true peer-reviewed data. Lovell clarified that AMCS is not responsible for the collection, collation, management of data, or the reporting of fish stock levels for any of Australia's fisheries. Lovell and Seafood Industry Australia is now encouraging these chefs, as well as the Australian public, to use the FA uh, to use the SAFS Sustainable Fish Stocks app for true and correct information on the sustainability of Australians' fish stocks. In other news, seafood news publisher John Sackton is reporting that there is a hiccup in the live lobster market. <laughs> hiccup. <laughs> that was a good hiccup. <laughs> um, historically, April is usually the time of highest uh, live prices for the year. And this is because new Canadian seasons have not yet started. They open up May 1st, and cold water generally inhibits catches for areas that are open uh, along southwestern Nova Scotia and the Bay of Fundy. And those who held lobsters in tanks and tubes are nearing the end of their inventory. But this year, April prices for one and eighth pound uh, hard shell chicks in New England are two dollars to three dollars below their prices at this time for the past three years. For the week of April eighth, Erna Berry quoted live lo- uh, live lobster at ten dollars and three cents in twenty sixteen. In twenty seventeen, it was quoted at eleven dollars and fifty cents, and in twenty eighteen, it was clo- uh, quoted at ten dollars and eighty eight cents. For this year, current prices are quoting at seven dollars and seventy five cents. Wow. Um, yeah, and seven dollars and fifty cents for Fob New England. F O B. Fob. Father of the Bride. I always think of that. So Fob. it's fine. F O B. Sorry, sorry guys. <laughs> Fob. Uh, Erneberry quotes wholesale prices from lobster dealers, but this decline ripples back to the shore price as well. After reaching well over nine dollar uh, nine Canadian dollars in January. Canadian shore prices have fallen to $7 in the Bay of Fundy and Nova Scotia, and some in the industry think they could be $6 by the end of the week. Uh, three reasons have been advanced for the sharp fall in price. One is collusion. Uh, fishermen often complain that buyers are uh, that buyers get together to keep prices lower than they should be. Although not impossible, this is unlikely as lobster buying on the wharf is one of the most competitive arenas regarding the fish prices as anywhere in the world. And the reason is that there are very low barriers to entry, and it does not require much capital to buy and flip a live product when the demand is there. A second reason is good fishing. There's actually a limited number of dealers and processors who can handle live lobster. When landings come in more heavily than expected, some of these buyers are limited by their capacity, either of holding tanks, financial ability, or number of customers. When these capacity limits are hit, prices on the shore fall rapidly. 
We have seen this in Maine and in Prince Edward Island, and we see it work in the opposite direction when catches are lighter than expected. Um, the final reason, and this is what John thinks is happening, is that those who are holding lobsters from the December to January fishery are frantically dumping them on the market as the quality deteriorates and the new season gets closer. Thanks, Amanda. We will follow up this story next week. And finally, the U.S. Food and Drug Administration, as well as the U.S. Center for Disease Control and Prevention, and state and local officials are currently investigating a multi-state outbreak of salmonella Newport infections uh, linked to frozen ground tuna. The frozen ground tuna in question was imported into the U.S. by Jensen Tuna of Louisiana from J.K. Fish of Vietnam. Jensen Tuna is voluntarily recalling their frozen ground tuna, which is individually packaged in clear plastic one-pound bags and sold in white wax 20-pound boxes. The product was sold to wholesalers in Connecticut, Iowa, Illinois, Minnesota, North Dakota, New York, and Washington. According to an investigation from the CDC, 13 people had become ill between January 8, 2019 and March 20th, 2019. Seven people have been hospitalized related to the outbreak. And that does it for us this week. <laughs> Started off with a feel-good story, ending with a salmonella outbreak. That's how we roll, baby. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, and we will see you back here next week. Bye-bye. Thank you.